0: I'm going to make All right, and welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called "What Would You Do," where we explore ethics committee and professional standards committee violations. And here with me today is Jim Camarada. Hey, Jim.
1: Good morning, Jennifer. How are you doing?
0: Good. What do you, What do you got for us today?
1: I have kind of an unusual uh, case study uh, okay. regarding Article Fourteen. So here's the scenario. Um, An agent was found in violation of uh, some codes of the uh, the articles and um, or articles of the code Mm -hmm. and on uh, specific questions that the the panel members were asking him. uh, He kept on saying, no, uh, I'm not going to answer. Pardon me?
0: He pleaded the fifth
1: well i'm gonna deal with that in just a second um he he, he said answering them could conceivably do harm do him harm uh and in a in an injustice i need more
0: coffee
1: (laughs) it's early um and that he felt he should not be required to answer questions in a situation that were unfair to him okay So further attempts met with the similar responses. The chairperson reminded uh, this agent that he was not before a court of law, but a committee of the board. And um, his membership was based wholly on his willingness to abide by its rules. And we all have those rules in the association.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, (laughs) this is the the part that uh, cracks me up. It did not provide for a fifth amendment refuge. From proper questions okay. by the members of the hearing panel. And uh, the chairperson. And you're,
0: a, yep. you're appearing before the panel. Got
1: yeah. It. Yeah. So, you know, he, he specifically directed the agent to respond to the hearing's questions, and um, the agent still refused. Wow. So, not a good thing. What so does the
0: 14 say?
1: 14 says, if charged with unethical practice or asked to present evidence or to cooperate in any other way in a professional standards proceeding or investigation, realtors shall place all pertinent facts before the proper tribunals of the member, board, or affiliated institute, society, or council in which membership is held and shall take no action to disrupt or obstruct such processes okay all right chairperson was uh pretty savvy and uh advised the agent that in light of his refusal to answer these uh various and specific questions uh that he was going to amend the charges and include article 14
0: okay
1: and again, being the sensitive uh, chairperson that he or she was, uh, he said, uh, he, he was asked, um, would you like a continuance so you could prepare? Right. And the other choice was, do you wish to have a new committee hear your, uh, uh, your, the complaint? Or do you want the same panel members? Well, the agent said, yeah, um, I do want some extra time to prepare, and yes, I I, I I'm okay with the same the same panel members. Okay. So, um, the chairperson advised the agent that he was required to attend the new hearing date and to respond to questions put to him by the hearing panel. Fair, and I think this, you know, when you, when we talk about due process and the procedural. Process that we all have to follow. This chairperson was uh, was either fitting- they knew
0: what they they knew the rules. It is interesting though that you can't that you can't plead the fit as part of the rules.
1: Yeah, we don't we don't play by the same rules in a court of law because right. we're not, it's not a court of law. law. It's it's our own uh, set of rules. Right. So it gets it gets interesting naturally. Yeah. Uh, and one day prior to the new hearing date, the agent called the association and said, I'm not going to be attending the hearing uh, because he objected to the nature of the hearing panels questions and the facts uh, that he was required to uh, to respond.
0: I wouldn't so think that gets him out of the charge. You can't just say, well, I don't agree. and then.
1: Exactly. If you're a member of the association, you agree to play by the rules. Otherwise, you're out of the association and you're not in membership. So the following day, the the hearing was held uh, without him. And uh, the complaint was permitted to present the case and the the hearing concluded and the panel members went into executive session. So this is where I learned something new. In the executive session, the hearing panel discussed his behavior with respect to the alleged violation of Article 14. Mm -hmm. The panel members discussed that respondents in ethics cases are not required to attend hearings,
0: defend
1: themselves, and answer questions absent a specific and direct request to do so in order to remain compliant with Article 14. The panel, in this instance, uh, he had received specific and direct request from this panel to attend the new hearing date and answer questions and he refused. And his failure to do so, they found him in violation of Article 14.
0: Okay, so if he would have requested, well, wait, let's take a quick break. Let me tell you about a couple of our- Oh, questions.
1: sure, yeah
0: some questions. Okay, so the two partners that I wanted to tell you about today is one, Coach John Kitchens. Um, Everybody needs a coach so that if you're not where you want to be in your goals, having a coach will get you where you're going faster. So head over to coachcode.com. He's got some cool exciting things um, and trainings come down the pipe there. And then the the next one is cyberbackers.com, which they are virtual assistants. So all the crap that you're spending time doing it's like all that little stuff that takes two minutes here and there but it adds up to hours they can take care of that it's um very affordable so go to cyberbarkers.com and input fight club so that um you can get a call on that okay so back to the case and if people are looking for the case they can go to jennifermartland.com slash bolt and there's a what would you do folder in there they can find the case um okay so I wonder. It, okay, so Article 14, when you read it, it doesn't say that you have to attend, but it does say that you have to honor the specific requests of the panel. But how can the panel say you have to attend if you don't?
1: It was given a specific that
0: seems like a violation.
1: Yeah, it it seems like it's in conflict. Yeah. Um, Either I
0: or I don't. That's the rule.
1: Yeah. Well, in this case, the the panel directed him to attend and directed him to respond.
0: So what if That's
1: the difference?
0: Yeah, but like what if he would have said, okay, I request a new panel and they they wouldn't have had the time to direct him to attend. So then he wouldn't have been required to attend.
1: Well part of uh, article 14 said that uh, uh, the agent will not take action to disrupt or obstruct such a hearing process so he is in a sense the way i'm interpreting it is that he obstructed
0: by not answering them. the
1: process of the i
0: agree with you i think in the first i think that is it seems like he violated 14 based on the original but When there was a new panel is i guess we would say is not attending an obstruction of the process but if if you're not required to attend then i don't believe it is
1: yeah he was instructed before in in the first session that he will attend and that he will answer the questions are they allowed to
0: instruct him if they're no longer the panel
1: no it was the same panel
0: yeah but what if he had asked for a new one because you said that was one of the options
1: Oh
0: you know what I mean not like, sure. yeah very convoluted it seems like you'll do what we say type and it's like eh.
1: well that's why there are no case study precedents for these hearings like uh, court law case law mm-hmm. you always know what the decision was and why and yeah. they use those precedents uh, like, we wow. don't have those.
0: It's better not to have that.
1: Well, each case is, is, is uh, decided on its own merit and circumstances. And so, you know, we can agree, we can disagree. Uh, but this is how the panel of our peers uh, decided on this particular case.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it will vary. You, you could potentially get a whole different group of, uh, of uh, panel members. Yeah. And they could put hearing the same data come to a different conclusion.
0: No, right, I mean, I, I mean that's the same in like a court of law, I imagine too. And it's interesting that, so he got a charge added to him, which I didn't think they were allowed to amend it once. Yeah, you can. You can, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, it just seems like, so if he doesn't attend, if you don't attend the hearing, because if you're not required to, maybe you don't attend the first one, then they're just gonna hear the one side of what happened and rule on that. So like your chances yeah. of getting fined or whatever is I would think higher because you can't defend yourself. But if you if you feel like whatever you say is going to show your guilt, then you're better off just not attending, taking the fine and moving on.
1: Yeah, and in our board, we have a whole system that if you choose not to have a hearing we've we've got a menu of charges and the fines uh, associated with the
0: fines usually the same higher or lower if you attend versus not attend it
1: just varies it just varies okay uh, and and we've we've had this discussion before um and so if you choose not to then it's an automatic fine and you just you you like, it or feel like,
0: if you feel you're like you're money. guilty or you feel like, well, it, it would take more time and money for me to attend than just accept the highest fine possible, because that could be the case, right? Like, if the highest fine possible is 2500 your commission is 10000 and you're like, what a waste of time it's going to take all day. I could just go make another $10,000 commission. You just take your fine and move on, especially because if you get in trouble again, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, so here's here's kind of the rule of thumb that I live by, uh, and I, I we we have 130 associates in our office, and I just keep saying, if something doesn't feel right, smell right, sound right, give me a call. Let's talk about it before it becomes an issue, because going downtown and sitting before a panel of uh, you know your peers is not fun. It's negative energy. It's a time suck. And let's not do that. So let's just make sure I think, we do it I think the correct there's
0: another way. conversation of are we peers or not, but that's a different podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Or before the Department of Commerce.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, I appreciate you being on. Always interesting. Always learn something. Um, if people have a referral for you in Minnesota or they have a question, what is the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Jim Camarada at KW.com or six one two. Five six two seven four six one.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Love
1: referrals. All right. You take Bye. care.